1: With that said, here he is, ladies and gentlemen, 3 o'clock every afternoon on this station. The greatest mayor in the history of this country, really one of the greatest Americans to ever walk the face of this earth. I love this guy. See, in my house, Mark Messier, Patrick Ewing, Phil Sims, Lawrence Taylor, Mike Piazza, Tom Seaver, he's in that category. That's how much we love Rudy in the Rosenberg household. And Bernie loves him too. Here he is, esteemed mayor and now radio superstar, Rudy Giuliani. Good morning, Rudy.
0: Good morning, Sid. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. Before we get to the, um, the matters at hand, this, this uh, circus tonight for January 6th and the Brett Kavanaugh stuff, oh. I don't know if you know this, but me and Danielle were taking Andrew out for dinner on Saturday, and uh, your son and I have been getting very, very close, and I love the kid. I really do. We text her in Ranger games. We talk this about every day now. And I know you're very proud of him. He is a super, super kid. And I think he's got a heck of a chance to win this primary. And I don't want to hear about lack of experience. He's your son. That's all the experience you need. You know,
0: I'll tell you what, four years with Trump is 16 years with anybody else. Right. That's a good point. <laughs> and that White House, that, I mean, I worked for Ronald Reagan, and I thought that was pretty challenging. But I was in the Trump White House as his lawyer, you know not as a worker, but as his lawyer, so I could observe everything. That place was, just think about it, under a criminal investigation every single day he was president on a charge he didn't commit. I don't think people realize what it does to you when you're being accused of something you didn't do. You feel so, like, boxed in and frustrated. You're telling the truth, and half the people aren't believing you. And you know they're framing you. Meanwhile, he accomplished more than any president, I agree with you, in history. And I never thought I'd ever say that anybody did more than, than Ronald Reagan.
1: Trump did, and Trump did it in one term, of course. Reagan was a two-term president. And Trump, like Grover Cleveland, will be that guy who'll just have to wait four years in between with this idiot, Biden, who mentioned Trump about a million times last night on his Jimmy Kimmel appearance. Did you hear that stuff, Rudy? Yeah, I know. Definitely has it on as much. It may be the only thing he can think of
0: though. That might be, you know they there may be only one or two thoughts he can retain. And Donald Trump is one of them.
1: Well listen, Donald Trump is gonna be front and center tonight. Tonight start these public hearings, which I won't be watching. I'll be watching the Rangers and Lightning, but uh, but I'm sure there's enough dummies in this city and around the country that will watch this tonight with their popcorn and champagne, loving all the abuse Donald Trump and you and others are about to take. I mean, Rudy, I I will say this to the day I die, and I yell at Peter King about this. Give me any night, any random night in New York, in Chicago, in Atlanta, in Seattle, in the summer of 2020, and those nights were 10 times worse than anything that happened on January 6th. Why are we still talking about that day? Because they politicized it. Look, there's no question what they did
0: was wrong. It was terrible. It shouldn't have been done. Uh, they have tortured the people who did it. They haven't just prosecuted them. They've tortured them. I mean, where in America do you spend 14, 15 months in prison, about 100 people, for a crime you're not prosecuted for? And then when you get prosecuted for it, you get 14 days. I mean, it, it, it's uh, what they're doing. I can't imagine they're getting away with it. And I'm not excusing the ones who, whatever they did, broke property, or uh, particularly the ones who pushed around the police officers. On the other hand, nobody was found with a gun. So that's one hell of an insurrection. They show up, <laughs> take over the United States government, the biggest military in the world, and they have no guns. How the hell are they going to do it? Right. That's ridiculous. That's they, they, they don't shoot anybody. They get shot.
1: Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. I mean, mean, Ashley Babbitt was murdered that day, this one young lady. And you know, Rudy, that for for the last two years, I don't know, that you'll go on Twitter and you'll actually read people. Otherwise, you will think intelligent people that talk about five cops who were killed on January 6th when the truth is not one, not one was killed. One died of natural causes. That was it. Yeah,
0: you see, and so what they did was they did almost the same thing they did with, with Russian collusion, except they did have something to work with here from our stupid idiots who acted like it. I mean, that's the first thing I said to the president when I talked to him that day was I can't believe our people would do this. We've gone through five years of rallies. I must have been at a hundred rallies with him. We never had an incident, not a single damn incident. You know, we get we get thirty thousand, forty thousand people together and Uh, And then you'd even get somebody in the crowd who was, uh, you know, like a a Hillary person. They'd boo the person. There wouldn't be any violence. The only violence we ever had once, a guy yelled out, gun. Remember they had to grab Trump and throw him off the stage? Yes. And that guy was a nut job, by the way. He didn't have a gun. He thought he was going to get attacked, so he started yelling gun. <laughs> right. he said, gun. to the Secret Service. He's lucky they didn't shoot
1: him. Right, they could have killed him. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, a guy did have a gun yesterday at Brett Kavanaugh's oh. house. And, you know, Rudy, we're almost five years to the day when our esteemed congressman out of Louisiana, Steve Scalise, actually did get shot by a crazed Bernie Sanders supporter just playing baseball one morning in June in 2017. Now, this guy shows up with a gun. Now, there's a lot of folks to blame here. Chuck Schumer, Joe Biden, uh, certainly Jen Psaki, uh, even Merrick Garland, a host of others. What? Um, who do you think is most to blame here, and how nauseous were you when you saw this story yesterday?
0: I was nauseous, actually, for the, for, for the reason of January 6th. I've, I've you know, been prosecuting crime forever. And I always put the main responsibility on the person who did it. You never know what really motivated them. And these, these things they're saying aren't the right things they're saying. But I think c- crimes take place, for more, take place for more complicated purposes. But the fact is, their hypocrisy is amazing. Trump never said anything like what Schumer said. You can't find a single quote from Trump that people should go do, go do any kind of riot. Trump told them actually what to do. He told them to go there peacefully and patriotically. How, how can you possibly make a charge out of that? I know 100% factually he knew nothing about it. He wasn't involved in any planning. He had no idea they were going to do that. He was as shocked as I was that they did because, as I said, for five years, we had these unbelievable supporters. There's nobody that gets the support that he gets, ever, in American politics. Never seen anything like one of his rallies. Those people are in love with him. And it isn't him. You know what they're in love with? They're in love with the fact that somebody's paying attention to them, finally. All these liberals, all they pay attention to is the New York Times. And looking good at the New York Times and collecting a lot of money from their donors. And all of a sudden, he's working for them. He doesn't give a damn about donors. And he sure as hell doesn't give a damn about the New York Times. All he cares about is them. That's why they love him. And we've never had a problem. Also, I found out very early that Antifa played a role in it. Of course. And I turned everything over to the U.S. attorney's office, including a tape that demonstrates pretty clearly. I mean, let let me be uh, careful that the murder of Ashley Babbitt was a murder that any first-grade detective in New York would be investigating very, very thoroughly. And I've had five first-grade detectives in New York look at it. Some of them tell you straight out, like you said, hey, that's murder in the first degree. Uh, And in the report that came out through the Freedom of Information Act, it turns out that they didn't turn over that videotape. I don't know if they considered the videotape. Here's a really telling circumstance. Three minutes before the shooting, there were two cops in front of that door, not allowing them to go into Pelosi's office, which is what they should do. They shouldn't allow them to go into Pelosi's office. They abandoned their post. Hmm, hmm,
1: hmm. The Interesting, right?
0: They move aside. Mm-hmm. The two cops listen to them as if these two guys are running the show, not the cops. And they start banging the door down. When they hear a gun, they stop, they duck, and somebody pushes Ashley Babbitt up like a target. And she gets shot there were two cops in back of her that could have pulled her down if that was a threat i think there were three more in back of them there were three or four cops on the on the shooter's side what was she going to do they're going to throw her over the top and then six cops would have jumped on a five foot two woman and handcuffed her (laughs) i mean having seen questionable shootings and lots of them this one, this one really takes uh, a yeah, prize.
1: I agree. And, and, and no one talks about it. Uh, she doesn't why, matter. Why
0: don't they care if they're human beings? Just right. plain, fair human beings, not a bunch of Democratic slime. Why don't they look into that at least?
1: They don't. They don't, they don't In care.
0: In fairness, look into it. Or, yep. Yep. or, why, or why Trump's offer of 10,000 troops was turned down. And if you're planning an insurrection... Why the hell are you sending 10,000 troops there? <laughs> I
1: mean, it was not an insurrection, not even your, close. Your guys,
0: are, your, your guys are your guys, you and I are planning an insurrection. Yeah. So we get a bunch of goony, jerky clowns with no guns. <laughs> right. And then we ask for 10,000 troops to fight them. Right. Maybe, maybe he wanted to get them killed. I don't know. It's ridiculous.
1: Know. Ridiculous. Almost as ridiculous as what I saw just moments ago out of the corner, Rudy Giuliani, of my left eye, the mayor, Eric Adams, and his gun czar, that convict, sitting on television with Joe and Mika, talking about how they're going to cure the gun problem. I mean, Rudy, come on. So why haven't they done it?
0: I mean, he's been mayor. This is not a rocket science. You could, you could start turning around the gun problem in about two or three days. I'm going to tell you the one that really is ridiculous is subway crime. I mean, the subway crime, you could sit in front of Comstat. You and I could sit sit in front of Comstat. It would be like playing a a video game. We could see where the cops are. We could see where the crimes were. We could see why the crimes happened without police intervention. Now, if there was no cop there, we kind of make that a hotspot and we move cops to that area. And believe me, in three, four days, it starts to go down. Now, if there were cops there, which I think sometimes there were, we find out why they're not making arrests anymore. I mean, I have a few incidents reported to me by reporters that people were getting beaten up and the cops weren't doing anything. Now, that's an Adams problem. Yep. That's, they don't trust Adams. No matter what he says, they figure the Democratic Party get, goes nuts. He goes nuts with them. Now, particularly now that he wants to be president. He could have, he, from, from the day that Bragg made those remarks, Imagine what he said. I'm not going to prosecute armed robbery. <laughs> now, he's taken it back, but I mean, you've got to be put in the nut house for saying this. Yeah, I'm not going to prosecute armed robbery or resisting arrest. Every cop in the city says, in other words, you're going to let me get beaten up with no consequences. And if I touch somebody, you're going to put me in jail. But the mayor should have gone nuts
1: nuts
0: on him. Yep, N- Nutty crazy on him. At that time, he had an approval rating that was worth something. And he should have gone to Hochul and said, Hochul, you want to get reelected? Well, I'm going to go support the Republican unless you get rid of that bunk.
1: What kind of mayor is this? Oh, what kind of mayor? The worst kind. I mean, the guy that actually makes Pote Blasio look halfway decent. We have to run. I could spend hours and hours with you because you're brilliant and I love you. Uh, this is going to be a great year for you, Rudy Giuliani. Your son is going to be governor and the Yankees are going to win their 28th World Championship. How about uh, that? He's
0: the guy that can reduce crime, I can tell you that. The rest of them, uh, I mean, I know crime, and I listen to what they're talking about. They honestly, some of them are good. Some of them ain't still good. They don't know a damn thing about reducing crime. He does. And he knows it from the time he was about 10 years old. I mean, he grew up with cops. Yep.
1: And I know. Me, I know. like
0: growing up with a cop. All right,
1: listen, I know. That's why when they talk about... Uh, I
0: talk to him about everything. Yep. When, he, when, when he was 12 years old, after all, he gave my inaugural speech, right? Yes. I've been talking to him about it since he was a a baby, and and he's a very, very bright guy. I mean, this is not this is a a guy who picks things up quickly, and he's got a pair of you know what. Yes, he
1: does. Now I love him. I'm I'm telling you, but him and I getting very, very close. Like I said, we're having dinner with my wife on Saturday, and he's a very impressive kid. Yeah, he's a very impressive kid. I love him. And and
0: just tell me about the Rangers for a minute. You know, that was the first big thing that happened when I was mayor. As part of the comeback, the Rangers won. Yeah, that's right. And I I had my first parade with the Rangers. And my God, people don't remember what a parade that was. That was unbelievable. After 50-plus years of being shut out, New Yorkers went nuts when we won that.
1: They did go nuts. And and thank you again, Rudy. Thank you so much for this great conversation. You're the best. You can check out Rudy Giuliani every weekday afternoon at 3 o'clock right here on ABC.
0: or email them at info at gabola.com. That's G-A-B-O law.com. Gabola, where winning is no accident.